All right, all right, all right. Before we get started today, it is episode 10 of the Brazen River Podcast. We are brought to you by Black Magic Supply. Black Magic Supply is a supplement company. Need a little upstart in the morning. They got collagen creamer packed full of omegas. Get that brain food up there. Get the brain pumping. Start your day off right. They also have supplements, stacks. I'm taking a test booster stack right now. Helps me go longer, harder, faster in the gym. Get my greatest workouts yet in. Also, I take the aminos. I'm walking five to eight miles a day at work. Don't feel like walking anymore. Kind of getting lazy, getting down on myself. Uh, oh no, oh no, I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like doing it. Yeah, fuck that. Put the aminos in there. Shake it up. Down the hatch. Woo, let's get it going. If you want 15% off your purchase, use the code RTM15. That's RTM15. You will get 15% off your order at blackmagicsupply.com. We are also brought to you by Legacy Over Life. Legacy Over Life is a clothing brand that is veteran owned. I know the owner personally. He is a phenomenal dude. Probably one of the realest motherfuckers in the game. And he makes phenomenal stuff. I'm telling you right now, t-shirts on point. Designs, phenomenal. The material, so soft that literally like you never want to take it off. Right? Like, I have about 75,000 t-shirts because I'm one of those freaking people that just can't seem to get rid, get rid of all these t-shirts, you know? I wear those the most. I've got a bunch of them. I wear them all the time. So, if you want 10% off your purchase at LegacyOverLife.com, use the code TROY. That is code TROY. T-R-O-Y for 10% off your entire purchase. Now, let's start the show. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? It is episode 10 of the Brazen River Podcast. I'm finally back in the groove. I've got a little bitty, tiny guest in my studio. You might hear him in the background. It's my son. We're recording this thing together. I was going to do it while he napped, but my man only took about a 5 to 10 minute nap, and now he is wide open. So, here we go. Today, the world. Like I said last week, it is a fickle, fickle place, right? It sucks. The world's rough. It's hard on people. It gets to the it gets to the best of us, honestly. Yeah, tell them, tell them, Pete. <laughs> yeah, he ran off. Now we got to we got we got to get into this thing, right? Get into the weeds of it. One of the biggest things that I'm seeing in today's society. One of the biggest things that I'm seeing in today's society is the fact that people blame everybody else for their own shit. People blame everybody else for their own thing, right? Like, like everybody's looking out the window of the house 
this fucked up house that we're all sitting in. Everybody looking out the window like, man, that, that fucking dude across the street, he's the reason my damn window's broke. And I got a fucking breeze coming in. Think about that as your mentality, right? Think about that. You're looking outside at the outside world, wondering why the world is so mean to you and why you can't ever get anything done. But at the same time, you're sitting there on the couch eating fucking Cheetos. You're scrolling through Facebook 17 times a day. You're spending four four or five fucking hours swiping on Instagram. You know? When you could be spending those four or five hours getting fucking better. Making yourself better. Grinding. I tell you what. I implemented this morning. Well, a couple mornings ago, it's been whooping my ass. I used to work out every morning 5 a.m. I go work out 5 a.m. Right? I feel great. feel great after a 5 a.m. workout. Start my day off right. Then I started working. You know, takes me about an hour and a half drive to work every morning. Right? So now I don't really have time because the start time at work is so early. I don't really have time to get that 5 a.m. workout in because I'm on the road at 5 a.m. Right? So what did I do? I said, hey. What if I find a way to do like a 15 to 20 minute workout, hit a shower, get on the road. I'll have to wake up a little bit earlier, but 15, 20 minutes, kind of get the blood flow, you know, really work it. Sounds good, right? I bought a mace from, from, <laughs> I bought a mace. They're not a sponsor, no free ads, but just know that I bought a mace. 10 pound mace, it's a big, long stick with a big cannonball looking fucking thing at the end of it. Mid, some medieval shit. Right, it's supposed to help with shoulder mobility and just really all around kind of upper upper body mobility, help a little bit of lower body mobility, but mostly upper body and shoulders, you know, right in there. I did about 15, 20 minutes of a beginner workout that I found on YouTube that was put out by the same company, same brand. And damn, son, whoop my ass. 15, 20 minutes, whoop my ass. Rest of the day. Was I sore? Yes. Did I feel like I had accomplished a whole lot? Did I feel like I had already started climbing the mountain? Yes, I did. 100%. I had already climbed halfway up. That's what I felt like. I was feeling good. I feel good every morning after I get that. You know? So now the rest of my day, I've already accomplished the task. Right? You know... There is a great book out there. I believe it's by Admiral William McRaven called Make Your Bed. And it talks about the first thing you should do every morning is make your bed. Now, I understand if you're married, you get out of bed, you know, 4.30 a.m., 4.15, you know, early ass in the morning. Your wife, she stays home with a kid or your significant other stays home or or they don't have to get up as early as you. So you can't really make the bed. Right? Because they're still in it. It'd be fucked up if you started ripping covers off. Turn the fucking lights on. I'd be mad as shit at you if you fucking did that to me. Especially if I got to watch the damn kids all day. And you waking, you waking them up too because they're in the bed with us. Oh, I'd be pissed. But there are other things you can do. There are other things, plenty of things you can do. To get going. You know? Make a little breakfast. Don't just 
throw something in the microwave or hit the drive-thru. No, make a little breakfast. Have a cup of coffee. Get a workout in. 15, 20 minutes of stretching. Do something. Do something in the morning that is going to 100% help you accomplish one task during the day. You got that first task out of the way. Right? You're feeling good. You did you, shit. I already did some shit this morning, man. I've already, I've already, you know, I'm making today my motherfucking bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of stuff you should you should be looking at, right? Make it, 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 it talks about making your bed, right? That that first first and foremost thing that you do. You've already accomplished a task. That's one task done. What's stopping you from doing the rest of it? If you get into that mentality of, uh, I don't even want to make the bed. I don't fucking want to do anything. Uh, the world fucking hates me and the universe has it out for me. And it's like, dude, shut up. Get after it. Let's go. Talking about this shit makes me want to run through a fucking wall. I'm I'm pumped, baby. Woo! You know, give me three claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> you know, another thing to think about. You know, this is this is kind of where I'm where I'm pulling all this motivation from. I've been watching YouTube videos and and I'm seeing different stuff and and I'm I'm kind of digging into this phenomenon that's going on in our society that is people do not want to take ownership for their own shit right you're the fucking problem stop blaming the world type deal now sometimes the world will you know get in the way however that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about the fact that there are 17 gajillion fucking tasks you could get done during the day but you refuse to because you think that your fucking neighbor's the reason the windows of your fucking house are broke Right? Your house is you. In this metaphor, your house is you. You've got a laundry list of tasks. Right? Picture it as a house. Okay? That room needs painted. The windows are broken in this room. I got to replace the windows. Okay? This door sticks. It won't open at all. How am I going to get past that door? Right? That's your house. You are your house. Right? Yeah, tell him, P. Tell him. So, anyways, you, you you are your house, right? How are you going to fix your house if you're blaming the neighbors for everything that's wrong to your house? Now, granted, if the neighbors are throwing rocks and busting the windows and shit, that's fine. We go over there in the middle of the night and we'll correct it. <laughs> that's fine. Well, what, well, you're like, okay, well, what happens if, if, if I hit bumps in the road? Good. You're good. That's good. You ever seen that Jocko Willink video where he talks about good, the word good? Tell him like, hey, you know, we didn't get the good gear. We, the, the, the new gear that we wanted. Good. You know, we didn't get selected for this mission. Good. Hey, we weren't good enough here. Good. Got tapped out. Good. 
Didn't, didn't, didn't get the PR I wanted in the gym. Good. You know why all that's good? Because it's reason for you to grow. Reason for you to learn. Reason for you to push a little fucking harder. Because life is going to push as hard as possible every single time. Every time. Life is going to push as hard as possible. And guess what? That's good. Because that gives us room to grow. You know, another thing that I think about now. You know, last night we watched... Adesanya and Costa, the last style bender, retained his title in his post-fight interview. And I posted this on my Instagram. And if you don't find it because you hear this after it's already gone away, which you probably will, hit me up. I'll share it with you. About halfway into his press, his, his post-fight press conference, which was only about five minutes long, so a couple minutes in, two, three minutes in, he talks about his prep for the fight, right? First time he met Costa, all the way up to the weigh-ins and the actual fight. That man was playing chess the entire time, right? He's, he's done the prep work. He knows his own ability, but mentally, he is also playing chess, I've seen him do this move three times already at the weigh-in. So when he does it in the ring, that's exactly what he's going to do. He talks about, you know, at the weigh-ins, right? You go back and look at the weigh-ins. He's standing there. Costa's like, come at me, come at me, come at me, come at me, come at me. He knows if he goes over there, he's going to get pushed. Same deal when he gets in the octagon. Costa's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. He knows if he goes over there, it's going to be a jab or a push, something like that. He's already showed his hand. He's playing he's he's playing 10 steps ahead of him the entire time. You know? That's that's how it is. 10 steps ahead. When you face extreme adversity like that, extreme adversity, right? And you're not thinking 10 steps ahead. You're just taking the punches as they come. A human punching bag, as the last style bender said about everybody that fought Costa before. said, I'm not a human punching bag. Everybody he fought before was a human punching bag. They didn't have a brain. I am a thinker before I'm a fighter. I will think my way through this problem as I'm whooping your ass. That's the motivation. If, if, I've, never, if I've ever fucking seen motivation, that's, that's motivation to me. <clears throat> I need a cough button. <laughs> that, that that's some real shit though. Like like to me that's unbelievably motivating. Right? Like he is probably and arguably one of the best middleweight fighters to ever grace the ring. Right? And he also pays respect to the guys that came before him. Right? Talks about Anderson Silva. Great at one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. He says, that's great. He's got his legacy. I want to build my own. Right? Similar to that company we work with, Legacy Over Life. Talking about leaving leaving a legacy that is positive. Right? You know, you have to if if you want to leave a legacy. And you want people to remember your name? You gotta you gotta get out there and you gotta get fucking after it. 
Nothing's going to stand in your way. Right? Think of the movie Troy. Think of the movie Troy. Yes, I do get that a lot. My name's Troy. There's a movie Troy. Yeah, I hear it a lot. Anyways, when he's when he's up there and he's training his cousin or or who, whatever the fuck he's doing, they come get Achilles and they're like, come fight. And they're like, why do you want to fight in this man's war? Blah, 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 blah. He's like, I would never fight in a war like that. Yada, yada, yada. And Achilles says, and that's why no one will remember your name. Because you're not going to go out there and get after it. You're not going out there to fucking fight. Right? There's a threat out there and you got to take it out. But you don't want to because you're going to blame the rest of the world. You're going to look on the outside and be like, man, fuck. I can't do this because so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Fuck that. If I can't do it on my fucking own, it ain't going to be get fucking done because I'm going to fight like hell. You know, it's like we talked about episode, what was it, two or three, when we said, retreat hell. We just got here. I'm not fucking running. Why would I fucking retreat? I just got here, baby. We just started throwing. It's round one. We got five to fucking go. If this is boxing, we got 15 to fucking go. Whatever. Retreat? Why the fuck would I retreat? You don't know me, son. You don't fucking know about this. I'm the, I'm the baddest motherfucker. Right? Right? So, it's like, it's like, what are we doing? You know? Like, what, what, what are we really doing here? I gotta calm down a damn second. My, my throat's getting dry. <laughs> I gotta drink some water. I've been yelling and shit. Yeah, I got drinks. I got drink some water here. You want a little, want a little water, buddy? There you go, bro. Yeah, yeah. Got to stay hydrated, right? So we can keep, so we can keep whipping them. <laughs> I tell you what. If there's one thing I do in this life, I wanna, I wanna instill in my son, and I wanna instill in however many, many more kids my wife and I have. You know, and I want to instill in their friends, too, that this world is gonna throw whatever it has at you, you know? Think about it as, like, this world is like a Mike Tyson. You know, well, that's probably not a good, probably not a good example, because there ain't many fucking people walking out of the ring, uh... Walking out of the ring when they fight Tyson. That's one of the greatest fighters of all time. And I will I will argue that to the death. However. I will say. That. Uh, imagine it. To throw it to a reference like we had before. Uh, the Costa. Arasanya fight. Imagine the world is Costa. It's a big, mean-looking motherfucker. Big bitch. Knows, knows how to throw a good punch. 
knows how to throw a real good punch. He can finish. All right, hang on, y'all. All right, we're back. Little man fell. Had to had to get a little little dad mode on. You know, we're good now. We're tough. We're hanging in there. You know, I told him. I said, "Hey, man, life hurts. That's all right. You gotta let out sometimes. It's okay. You know, sometimes you fighting, and the world kind of gets the best of you. Pops you in the nose." Bam! Guys, start to water. That's okay. That's fine. And people that are like, oh man, you shouldn't you shouldn't take your kid that. You should take your kid to be fucking tough. Man, I do tell my kid to be tough, but I also tell my kid it's alright if you gotta get a little emotional at times. That's okay. It's okay to show a little emotion as a male. We talked about that. That toxic toxic masculinity that kind of goes with the male mindset because we're bred like, oh man, boys don't cry. Only girls cry. No, man, fuck that. That's just like we were talking about, you know, that Costa style bender fight, right? Adesanya. I like that. I just like saying that name. Adesanya. Israel Adesanya. Sorry, I'm fucking weird. I know. I'm just an idiot with a microphone, like I told y'all. But, anyways. His opponent was bigger than him. His opponent potentially has more power than him. If he knows how to use his size right. His opponent can literally and has literally finished almost every single fight that he has with a punch or a kick. Right? It doesn't matter to Adesanya. He's, he's already 10 steps ahead. He's been prepping. He's got that good mentality. Right? Like, oh, that guy's bigger? Good. Just showcase my technical skill more. Right? Oh, oh, uh, that guy's that guy's knocked people out with punches? Good. I'll keep him at distance. I'll work his legs. I'll limit his mobility. And then, bap, 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 bap. There you go. Second round. It's over. Right? There, there's a there's a mentality here that has the potential to to change everything in your life if you let it. If you fully go after this mentality and you 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 do like like General McRae or, or not General, excuse me, pardon me, retraction, Admiral at Admiral Admiral Admiral. William McRaven. Sorry, I get talking quick. Can't, can't fucking pronounce anything. I'm just an idiot with a microphone. Don't listen to me. Anyways. Admiral McRaven talks about making your bed. He talks about you accomplish that one task. Right? You've already accomplished one task. What's stopping you from doing it the rest of the day? Right? When we hit adversity... We look at Jocko Willing, right? And his good mentality. You know, he says, things in life are getting to you. Good. Good. That's great, right? You know, looks at it and and says, you know, hey, this 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 shit is not not going the way I want it to, man. 
It's not. Good. There's room to grow. There's room to learn. Then we get to that champion mentality. Adesanya. The last style bender mentality. Right? His opponent, bigger. All the all the analysts said, well, he can generate more power. You know? He's going to gain X amount of weight after weigh-ins. That's so much more power. And I don't think the technical skill is going to be able to outlast him past the first couple rounds. Stylebender said, I'm not a human fucking punching bag. I think through the fight. I've, I've been 10 steps ahead since before this fight was even on the main card. Before we even signed the deal. Before I even took the offer, I was 10 steps ahead. And that's okay. Tell him to tell him to bring his ass on. I don't care. I'm 10 steps ahead of him. I've been fucking thinking, man. I know exactly. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know my skill. And I know what to expect because I've already been watching him. You know? Goes back to an earlier episode that we talked about. That Tyson mentality. You know? He's nervous. He's nervous, right? He's bouncing. He's bouncing before the fight. Before the fight. He's in his head. He's he's bouncing. He's bouncing. He's bouncing. He's getting his getting his hands taped. He's feeling tape. Feeling tape. Feeling tape. Get the gloves on. Feel the leather of the gloves. Feel the leather of the gloves. He's thinking about it. He's he's a champion. Right? He doesn't want to go out there and get embarrassed. He doesn't want to go get knocked out. He doesn't want to dishonor that family name. He doesn't want to dishonor that that Tyson swagger. He feels the leather of the gloves. He starts walking to the ring, right? As he's walking to the ring, his confidence is building. He still doesn't want to embarrass his family. He feels the leather of the gloves, feels the crowd roar. He's on his way. He's on his way. He gets to the ring. By the time he gets to the ring and steps in there, his mentality has grown so much, he feels like a god. When he's in the ring, he bounces around. He never takes his eyes off his opponent. He locks eyes with him. He never blinks. He never takes his eyes off his opponent. I went back and watched a couple fights to see if that was true. And that is 100% true. And the, the second he sees his opponent cut his eyes away, he already knows he's won. That's a chink in the armor, as he calls it. He's already won. Was he nervous before the fight started? Yeah, he was. Did he want to get knocked out? Did he fear defeat? Yes, he did. But by the time he made it to the ring, his confidence had built so much because he knew the prep work he did. He knew all the tasks he had accomplished before he faced this adversity. He knew where the fuck he had came from. He knew where the fuck he'd been. He knew all the shit he had fucking been through. And he was not going to let that little piece of adversity that's in the ring that's about to try to take his fucking face off get in the way. It won't get in the way. He won't let it happen. It will not happen. And by the time the fight's over, it's all a formality. The whole fight itself was a formality. That's all it was. He had already beat him. Mentally. 
They say stuff is 90% mental, 10% physical. Well, if I've already, before, before this brawl has even began, if I already have you beat mentally, 90% of the work is already done. Because if you're 100% of a man or, or a person, man, woman, whatever, you know, if you're 100% of a, of, of a human being and this shit is 90% mental and 10% physical, I have already won the majority of this fight. All the rest of it is the formality. I just got to go put my skills to, to work. And let the chips fall where they may. But I know pretty good feeling of how they are going to fall. Right? I, I am that fucking man. I am that fucking guy. I beat you already. That's like playing football, man. When you're playing football. They say it's 90% mental, 10% physical. You got to go in there with reckless abandon. Because if you don't, if you're timid, you're going to get your ass smacked. Right? You're going to get fucking beat up. You're going to get bullied. You're going to get pushed around. You're going to get slammed, bammed, broke bones. Trust me, I I played timid football for a long time. And then finally I kind of, you know, slightly figured it out. You know. Whatever. I didn't figure it out till like high school. But with like peewee and everything, I was not that good. I, I was very timid. I, I'll, I'll admit it, man. Can't be timid in this world. The world will eat you alive. Trust me, I know. I've been timid. There's, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can pull from Various people to get this mindset where it needs to be, right? True knowledge and true power is someone who thinks they've got it figured it out, figured out, and still keeps an open mind to new ideas and possibilities, right? That's true knowledge. That's true power. So. If you're a student of the game, like we talk about all the time, and you're on the path, the path to creating a better you, to be as, as, uh, I forget who it was, talks about being an eminently qualified human being, right? You know, if, if that's, if that's who you're going to be, right, then you, you got to stay on the path. You got to do you gotta do the right thing, right? So, if you're gonna do that, you can't just look at, look at, you know, one one solid motivation. Now that well, that does work for some people, doesn't work for me. I like looking at everybody. I like looking at Jocko. I like looking at shit. Joe Rogan motivates me sometimes. In there talking about aliens and shit. Sometimes I just get motivated as fuck listening to Joe Rogan. You know? You got you got fitness people all over. You get your friends. Different brands. You know? That's 
that's how I do it. I pull from from different different places. I pull from different places. And to me, I think that's the best thing to do. You can even one of the things that I've kind of started doing, dabbling in is looking at, you know, the 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 history, right? And I kind of got this. I kind of got this. Hi, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope y'all heard that. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me more, buddy. Oh, now you don't want to talk. Okay. <laughs> Alright, anyways, back to your regularly scheduled program. Uh, we talk about the, uh, I don't even know what the, what I was, what I was talking about. My, my little man distracted me. Anyways. Oh, 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 I was talking about how I started looking at history, right? And I kind of got this idea from... I got this idea from listening to the Tyson interview on Rogan. Talk about how he studied the mindset of a conqueror. The mindsets of conquerors. That's crazy. Looking at history and pulling something so so kind of off the wall, right? You kind of pull it off the wall. Because if you are a... A, a a champion or you're going to be a champion why 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 wouldn't we study other champions why wouldn't we study other conquerors you know Genghis Khan Genghis Khan killed one third of the entire population of the planet what made him different his mentality that's what made him different Genghis Khan was a bad, bad motherfucker. He was. You look at Alexander the Great. You look at Napoleon. Caesar. All these different people. You look at the British Empire when they were starting to grow and rule the world. Right? Look at their mentalities. They were conquerors. They were conquerors. They were champions in their own accord. So what what makes them different? Their mindset. Their mentality. They've got that Admiral McRaven make you bad mentality. They've got that adversity, good. Jocko Willink mentality. They've got that that mentality that you know, it don't matter how big the opponent is. I'm gonna fuck him up. It don't matter how big the army is. I'm gonna fucking win. 
because I'm going to do everything I fucking can in my, within my natural ability to 100% to, 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 to 100% conquer this next task. You know, it is, it is a awesome, awesome feeling knowing that you have conquered some adversity in your life. Anybody that has ever faced adversity and came out on the other side on the positive end knows that that's a 100% true statement. When you come through adversity and you face it, right? And you win, that's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. When And when you lose, it's an awful feeling. But it, you also have to be a good loser in order to be a good winner, to be a good conqueror. Because if you lose, you got to learn the lessons, right? Even if you win, you got to learn lessons, right? There are lessons to be learned everywhere. All right. Just know that this isn't going to be that long of an episode. I'm almost done. I'm going to wrap it up and I'm going to leave you with, with, with a quote before we close this thing out because sometimes adversity isn't just quick as a five minute fight sometimes adversity isn't just a you know one to two minute ordeal that you got to work through sometimes it takes a long time sometimes it takes a while to get into this mentality but you have to be persistent and the quote I'm going to leave you with is Water in a river cuts through a stone not because of force, but because of persistence. You see, these rivers that are cut through all these great stones, right? And in reality... There was no big force that cut these rocks in half. There was no mechanized digger or or saw or dynamite that cut these rocks in half. No, it was that water's persistence. Eroding that rock piece by piece. Molecule by molecule. Just working, working, constantly working. And eventually it cut a path. And it kept cutting a path because it's persistent. Now the path that we're on to become better humans and to leave a greater legacy and leave a better world for our children, we have to remain persistent because this path is full of those big ass rocks. And and not to close this out with another water quote, but Bruce Lee said, be water. And if you want to know what that means, Look it up. Be water. Thank you guys. I love you guys. I appreciate all the support. Thank you to my special guest. The P-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will see you guys next week. Um, don't forget. Our, our sponsors. Black Magic Supply. 
RTM15 for 15% off of your purchase. LegacyOverLife.com. Troy, T-R-O-Y, Troy, for 10% off your purchase. Uh, I'll check you guys next week, man. This is T, and I'm out.